Hi and welcome to episode 2 of Ideology. I'm Rudy Tatalia and in this session we're going to be talking about the purpose and the power behind uh, blog and content marketing. As a business owner, as a marketer, there's so many ways that I can be spending my time. There's no shortage of options, distractions, uh, things that I can be doing to better my business, to increase productivity, efficiencies. So why bother spending time sitting down writing articles about our business? I mean, who's going to find it? Is it going to pay off? Is the return on investment actually going to be there? And these are all valid questions. And those exact questions are the reason why a lot of business owners don't ever enter into uh, blog and content marketing. They don't fully understand it. They don't uh, understand the purposes of taking the time and the money and putting together uh, articles, videos, any type of content that we're distributing to the marketplace. So I want to talk through that in this episode and also provide uh, some tips and strategies on how we can optimize what we're doing from a blog and content marketing standpoint. So firstly, why do we need it? Well, if we look at the foundations of marketing, there's two elements that we are constantly working with as far as uh, distributing content. We're looking at push marketing and pull marketing. Push being when we're forcing advertising and communication out into the marketplace. And pull marketing being when we're generating interest through organic writing of copy or distributing of videos. And we really do need both working together to make our entire marketing program as effective as it can be. Yes, we can run push marketing without pull marketing. And yes, we can run pull marketing without push marketing. However, the two working together becomes a very formidable force and uh, it's just really leveraging off those two powerful combinations working together. Now, blog and content marketing is pull marketing because we're writing articles, we're distributing content from our website or from our landing pages or a blog page and we're doing that in a uh, from an organic sense so that people will hopefully be searching for the topics, the keywords that we're including in our content, and they will find our piece of content, which will hopefully then move them into some sort of action towards our products and services. Anyway, that's what the overall aim is, or to get website traffic or it could be just to educate people on exactly what our business does. And so the the purpose of push marketing is to tap into people and disrupt them. The purpose of pull marketing is really in a much more organic and natural sense where people are going about their everyday business of searching for things that they're interested in and then our content hopefully pops up and we can be seen in a slightly different light to what someone would uh, engage with as far as a piece of advertising. And so that really is uh, the benefit of pull marketing and the purpose of us going to all the trouble of putting together uh, regular 
content for our uh, target market. Now, one of the uh, questions that uh, businesses often ask me is, okay, now that I'm sold on the idea of what uh, content marketing is and the differentiation between pull and push, what do I actually write about? And writer's block is a real thing. And as a business owner, as a marketer, you can sit at the computer staring into space, uh, you know, just wishing the time away and uh, and getting easily distracted because it's impossible or near or it feels impossible to come up with really worthy and valuable content that you can include. And the way that I like to address it is to uh, firstly have a think about the different uh, different phases of the buyer cycle. So we know in marketing we've got three main phases that we work with. We've got the awareness phase when people are finding about our product, maybe for the first time. We've got the consideration phase where they're starting to weigh up our solutions compared to competitors or other indirect competitors, other options. And then we've got our decision phase where uh, the target market is further down the funnel and they're ready to make a decision either way on what it is that we're doing. So that's a really good place to start, to break our content down into those three areas. And you've often, or you may have heard the term top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel. That really is a different way of saying those three phases. Uh, so if you think about people that are seeing your business for the first time, what type of content are you going to want to show them or talk about or questions that you may want to answer at that top of funnel stage versus when people know about your brand or your business and your products and now you're really trying to sell them on your solution and your benefit. And then in the decision say, the decision phase, we're looking at more call to action, promotion. We're looking at uh, taking people from that consideration phase and compelling them to now take action in some way and purchase a product or register for an event or whatever the call to action is in that moment. So then if you're breaking down those three areas, that gives you a chunk of content in each of those compartments to actually start to write to. So that may help you. The second thing is that we can be a little bit sneaky and we can use existing tools that are already out there. I really love a platform called Answer the Public, so answerthepublic.com. And if you jump onto that website, it is free. I think they do have a paid sort of version of it, but uh, certainly you can you can use uh, a lot of the services there for free. And what that does, if you type in a keyword, it will bring up a whole lot of questions, prepositions, phrases, uh, anything associated with that particular uh, keyword that you've added in. So it gives you the, the tried and tested variables that people are already searching for in the search engines. That's extremely powerful. And you can then take those uh, different questions or statements or prepositions and you can bring them into your different funnel types. So you can say, what question? We know that question has been asked quite a lot, but 
where does that suit? Does that suit our top of funnel, middle of funnel, or bottom of funnel? And so you can start to, on purpose, develop all these types of content uh, around your products and services that you think would be suitable. Also have a think about uh, frequently asked questions. So if you know that there's a lot of frequently asked questions around your products or services, turn each of those into an article. Use your keywords, uh, make sure they're embedded throughout your copy, and that now gives you a good maybe weeks or months, maybe even a year worth of content that you can be putting out there in the marketplace all the time. The other thing that we need to have a think about when it comes to blog and content marketing is whether we use long tail or short tail keywords. And I'm not going to go into the um, details around what these are. If you if you search for this uh, in, in Google, you'll, you'll be very well educated. There's so many topics around this subject. Short tail keywords is one to two keywords or two to three keywords. Uh, long tail is when we start to extrapolate that out. So a short term or a short tail example might be education providers Brisbane. Uh, a long tail keyword may be education providers in Brisbane that provide MBAs. So it's more of a long tail. Now, the but there's pros and cons to both, right? So the Benefit to short tail is we know that people are using that keyword all the time. So it's a highly searched for term. The downside is it's also extremely competitive. With long tail, we know the benefit is that not a lot of people are searching for that. So it's going to be easier to get some footing in the search engine. It's not going to take as long. However, the downside is it's going to be less traffic because not as many people are going to that level of detail in their search terms. So we have to, or we, you, me, all of us, have to weigh up uh, what we should focus on, short tail or long tail keywords in our blogs. Uh, and I do like a combination of both. I probably err a little bit more towards the long tail because I just find that it uh, provides a, or seemingly provides a better return on investment. That is a little bit difficult to find out at times, but certainly uh, in the past when I've run these with clients, it feels like you are developing a little bit more momentum when there's a slight slight, um, lean towards long tail. However, Every situation is a hundred, is completely different, and so I urge people to go and research it yourself, and you make the determination on uh, what you're going to focus on. Is it going to be all short tail, all long tail, or a hybrid approach, and uh, or we can call that a bipartisan approach when we we're dealing with uh, both. Now the other question I get. Uh, quite often is how long a blog should be. And again, if you do a search for this online, you'll see uh, a lot of variations. So I guess what I like to say is uh, I look at the minimum. So the minimum you would want to be writing would be between three and 500 words. Okay. Uh, There are some people out there saying that a blog an article needs to be around about 2,000, 2,500 words. Again, personally, I haven't 
undertaken the research to see what the difference is between a 500 uh, word article and a two and a half thousand word article. There might be merit to that. There could be validity to to going that you know extra length. But certainly I know from a minimum, if you're writing anything under 300 words, it probably is not going to be um, suitable and it's not going to be worthy enough to be placed on your website and you're probably not going to get enough website traffic from that uh, that blog or that article. Uh, so there's a few tips on blog and uh, content marketing. I hope that has helped. Again, it can be really confusing, uh, this entire world. But the main thing is to understand the difference between the push and pull marketing and why you're actually entering into writing articles and blogs in the first place. It is to build that organic traffic. It's to build that uh, expert sort of status in the marketplace where you can be writing about topics that people are really interested in and guess what as a primary objective you will become an expert a category leader you'll be seen as a trusted source in information around your uh, product or service however the secondary impact is that you could generate sales um, increase you know revenue profitability website traffic all of those great things we need in marketing to uh, to show a really strong return on investment from our marketing dollar. So anyway, look, thanks for listening. Uh, it's been uh, been great chatting to you, and I will see you on the next Ideology episode. All the best. <music>